Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You're listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Melissa about her experience becoming an Alliance of Therapy Dogs team in Dallas, Texas with her Golden Retriever Rainbow. We'll discuss why it's important to volunteer somewhere that both the human and the dog feel comfortable, what Rainbow will enjoy and what Melissa looks forward to, and the other activities that Rainbow loves to participate in, including dock diving. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Melissa and Rainbow. Hey, Melissa. Hey. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing good. A little nervous, but I'm good. (laughs) That's totally fine. (laughs) So I don't really know you that well. And uh, for those who are joining who also don't know you that well, would you like to share a little bit about you and your pup? So my name is Melissa and my dog is Rainbow. She's in the car with me. Rainbow. There's Rainbow. We are new to the whole dog world. She's a COVID puppy. We got her March 2020. She was actually born February 14th. We got her and then just kind of started training and doing things like that. So fast forward, we just became a therapy dog team with Alliance of Therapy Dogs. And I'm kind of like now reaching out, just kind of following people and getting involved in the community and that's why I found you. And did you mention where you all are located? Oh, we are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas. Okay, nice. I just always think it's really interesting because there's different organizations that are more prominent in different types of work in different areas. So Yeah, we also do dog sports and Houston is really big. There's a lot of like training facilities and a lot of trials and things that go on kind of in the Houston area. So Texas is so huge and there's a lot that goes on. Definitely. Are you by any chance a fan of the show Queer Eye? I have not seen it. (laughs) Okay. Their latest season takes place in Austin and there's an episode where they work with Safe in Austin, which is a ranch that connects special needs rescue animals with special needs kids. And then they also worked with a equine therapy therapist. That's so cool. We actually have like a ranch near us, not too far from us, that specializes in that and like animal assisted therapy and all that, not just with horses, but a variety of different farm animals. Yeah, I know we have an equine place near us. And then my friend actually runs a place that has goats and chickens and bunnies, different reasons in therapy. That's so cool. Yeah. So uh, tell me how you found out about therapy dogs. So we got Rainbow and I hadn't had a dog in a long time. My husband and I, our dog passed away and then we moved to North Texas and we didn't have a dog. I wasn't ready for it. And then finally I was like, okay, if we're going to get a dog, it's my dream dog. I've always wanted a golden retriever, you know? So Mm -hmm. we got her right at the beginning of the lockdown. And then she got older and then I just kind of was like, I want to do more with her. She's so smart. She's just quick, you know, so I want to do more. So I just kind of started doing my research. I found a dog trainer fairly near to us and she does group classes. And that was like something that I really wanted to do. And so we had to do some private lessons with her because by that time, I want to say Rainbow was already like six months and she usually starts like really early. 
So we did some private lessons with her and right away she was the one that kind of told me about it. And she's like, just because of her characteristics of how Rainbow is, I think she'd make a great therapy dog. And I had no idea, you know, so she gave me some pamphlets and all that. And so we kind of just progressed through the trainer's levels. And of course, we had to wait for Rainbow to be over a year old. We probably could have passed prior to the therapy class, but I just kind of wanted to go through that and public access training that we did and just really be ready. And so it was thanks to our amazing trainer. That's really great. So they just kind of recognized in her that she had therapy dog potential and guided you towards that. Yeah. And you just became registered, right? Yes, we did our evaluation. And then they kind of said, well, we're not going to have any observations or anything till the new year. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, it was kind of a goal of mine, I wanted to get it done before the year ended. So Thankfully, like we had some great evaluators and they worked with me and we met at some places that were nearby and we were able to get it done. And just even from like the first one, they were like, yeah, we know like she's going to pass like rainbow was made for this, you know, so it was nice to kind of get that feedback from them as well. So we just kind of had to go through and just, you know, make sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. We are so excited. I mean, ever since I found out about it, I was just like, that's what we want to do. And that was our goal. And everything else is just fun in between, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's good to have that variety of enrichment for her too. I know other therapy dogs who also do fly ball or agility or barn hunt or a variety of other things. So yeah, yeah. we did dog diving in the summer and she was a completely different dog. When she is at the pool, you know, on the dock, she is like a rowdy retriever. Like she loves that sport. And so we did it. We got an invitation to regionals. And so we traveled out there and yeah, it's fun. It's totally different than what we're used to for obedience and now therapy, but that's what she loves. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, they're like us, right? We have multiple interests too that aren't necessarily connected to each other. So yeah, <laughs> that's great. Do you have any idea what kind of settings you want to volunteer in with her? Well, I used to teach, I used to teach kindergarten and I kind of really wanted to go into that setting as like reading with kids and just the school setting. I think think she might be a little too young still for like the little kids. So I'm thinking maybe like high school level or college universities type of, but I do want to be in the educational realm of therapy work. That's great. Yeah. We've had, I think three different dogs on here that volunteer in educational settings. Oh, that's awesome. And I do, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do kind of want to try out as much as I can, especially like our first year and then really settle. Cause I mean, who knows, maybe that'll be too much for her, the kids and all their energy. So I don't know, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah. But if that's a setting where you feel really at home, that will help her feel really at home too. So like I know Taylor mentioned, she feels really at home in hospital settings and a lot of people don't you know you transfer that energy down the leash. So where you feel more comfortable will help her feel more comfortable. That's true. And it's funny because during our like observations and evaluations, I'm a super nervous person. And she, I feel like calms me down. I don't think she gets nervous. I think she kind of like, hey, it's good. We're good. You know, she reassures me. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm being judged. They're watching. What if we do something wrong? What if I'm, you know, all the rules, like the two foot rules and just so much that I have to think about. And she's just kind of, we got this. Don't worry. <laughs> 
Yeah. Maltese RS said, yes, try every volunteering opportunity and make adjustments as needed. It's good advice to try out the different areas that interest you. There's an area where you feel, you know, totally uncomfortable going into that setting. Probably not going to work well for you, but the areas where you do feel comfortable are great. Yeah. She's still a dog. That's what I have to remind myself too. She can be absolutely perfect and there's still those, oh yeah, she's a dog. Exactly. And just like us, you know, they have their good days and their bad days and that's okay. For sure. What do you think that Rainbow will be most excited about, about being a therapy dog? What do you think she'll really Mm -hmm. enjoy? Just seeing people. She loves meeting people. She just, yeah, that's it. She lights up. She has that big golden retriever smile with the tongue flopping out, you know? I've noticed during our observations and those things when we've actually gone, because it's different when you go practice in public areas when actually we're encouraging people to go up and pet her and, you know, meet her and all that. And I've noticed with some people, she's, I can't explain it, but she's different with some people, like more chill, but she lights up. So that's great. Yeah, I know some therapy dogs have a specific bandana that they wear. They have their different leash or their different harness or cape or whatever it is. And when they put it on, they know it's time to go yeah. home with friends. Yeah, we were doing a bandana, but also sometimes I put on different bandanas on her. So I don't know if she can specify, oh, that's the bandana. And so we have other friends that have passed along with us and they're going to stick to a bandana. I was thinking about a vest. We do have a different leash, a different collar so we're just trying to figure out what will work you know and I also think it's so cool when they have the vest with all the patches and how many visits they've done it's just so cool too to see kind of it's their work also you know yeah and remind me you went through alliance right yes yeah that's what I thought what are you looking forward to the most about being a therapy dog team I guess having a hobby, something that I can do for myself. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and for so long, my time just went for my daughter. And now she's older. She's five. She's in school. So I feel like now I have something extra, and I've always loved dogs and wish that I could do that stuff. When I was younger, I didn't have the opportunity. And now that I can really decide how I want to spend my time, that's something that I want to do for myself and just to be able to have a hobby for myself. Yeah. And when she gets a little older, if it's something you want to share with her, I know that therapy doodle, her daughter is a junior handler. So that's something to look into too. If you want to share that time. Definitely. I tell her all the time, I want her to show dogs. I'm like, let's do that. Let's get into the dog sports and all that. Because when she's in school, you know, I kind of get that time, but I want her to love it so we can do it together as well. Yeah, that's really great. Do you have any advice for um, someone else who might be interested in becoming a therapy dog team? I think know your dog, see if it's going to be something for you guys, and also just train and practice and work with your dog every single day because sometimes they get put into positions that they're unsure of, you're unsure of. So, I mean, we can try to be as prepared as possible, you know, but really just go for it. But know your dog, (laughs) you know, make sure that you're able to commit the time. I mean, even if it's one day a week or a couple of days, but definitely just work with your dog. I think anything that you're doing that's with your dog, it's so important to really just get out there and practice and you know get that relationship but definitely go for it I love that is there anything else that you wanted to share no it's so good to meet you (laughs) and I'm so happy I've been trying to follow a lot of dogs who are already doing therapy work or training for it and thanks to your page I've been able to find so many people so thank you so much for doing what you're doing and getting this platform and you know it's valuable just all of us sharing their experiences and so yeah I appreciate it 
Yeah, thank you so much. It's always fun for me because, as you know, we're still working on that journey. And so it's really fun for me to hear what other people are doing and where they're getting involved. And if you ever run into someone who are like, they should be on the show, please send them my way. I always love meeting new teams. You know, and I wanted, which had probably been shared before, but another tip, don't compare your journey to others. Some dogs get it quick. Some dogs take longer. Just because you want to be a therapy dog team now doesn't mean maybe your dog has to be three, five you know, till they can get there. So definitely just enjoy the journey, but you know, still work towards it because not everybody's road looks the same. Yes, absolutely. Our dogs are all on different journeys. Not now might not mean not ever. It might, but it might not, but it's really important to give them the time that they really need to be ready. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Melissa and Rainbow, who I know is patiently waiting behind you. There she goes. (laughs) Such a good girl. Congrats on your new journey. And I look forward to continuing to follow you and seeing how it goes. Same. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week.